Hey guys, this is Tyler. So, kind of a weird release schedule we're doing this week um, with the podcast. So, we recorded a normal show, uh, everything went great, it was fine, but um, we went really long with it, and I don't want to release a super long episode, so I'm splitting up into two parts. Uh, but this is actually our, the second half of the recording session, uh, and it was maybe confusing, but let me explain. Uh, this part, we actually did, um, we talked talk about the direct the entire time that happened this past Thursday for Nintendo, uh, but I want to release that part first, just because it's more... Uh, more topical right now, and I don't want to release it, and no one cares anymore. So we're releasing that part first, and we'll release the first half, um, our second part, uh, a little bit later this week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I haven't quite decided yet how I'm going to do it. Um, but until then, I hope you guys enjoy enjoy the show and come back in a few days to check out the uh, other half. Um, so I'll see you guys uh, a little bit later. But moving on into the the news, not really news, just. Uh, really one topic this week but it's a big one yes uh where you know we were look we were looking before the show even recording a little later in the week than normal uh it's like it's kind of a luckily if it wasn't for the direct we'd have nothing to talk about really uh, either we could we could probably could have pulled some small stuff together um to talk about but uh yeah it would have been anything really huge or noteworthy uh but um the uh nintendo had their direct uh on thursday got delayed a week after the uh unfortunate earthquake in japan last yeah. uh wednesday night thursday morning so they delayed it um it was supposed to be thursday afternoon and they delayed it uh until the next thursday um so um i think you know typically i just run through it all and we kind of talk about it at the end i think we'll, we'll, we'll i'll bunch some things together but i think we can kind of talk some of the stuff it, um some of the stuff we can bunch we can bunch up to a few things but i think we can probably break this down one by one uh, but I was taking notes through it like a madman, and I went back and I asked some stuff that was and that showed off. Talked about at the end after the fact, right? Um, but it started off big. Uh, it was a 35 minute direct, or actually 38 minutes. It was supposed to be 35. Um, started off big with uh, what I think all of us thought. Probably 90 percent of people out there that watched this thought was gameplay for Luigi's uh, Luigi's Mansion 3DS, uh, which yeah. is just the remake for it. Um, but I was sitting there watching it, like because you got like probably 20 seconds of gameplay. And I'm like, this looks really good on the 3DS. Holy crap! <laughs> and then come to find out, it's Luigi's Mansion, uh, Luigi Mansion 3, for for the Switch, coming out in 2019. Oh! Uh, so I geeked out. I did. Um, I'm assuming you were the same in the same boat as me. Oh yeah, I still need to finish Dark Moon, but man, I love that Luigi's Mansion's get a third game. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I don't know if it's possible. Because uh, there was kind of the two was made for, it was like the I think a launch of the 3ds or shortly after, um, the 3ds around launch. that time, you know, yeah. like maybe like a year or two after it launched. Oh, okay, yeah. But we were playing and I really liked it. I just didn't like. I like. Ah, I'd rather have this. You know, I'd rather have this as like on a console. This is a better console game than a, than a handheld than a than a mobile game, which is weird to say because the Switch is a handheld system. But yep. I'd rather just play this. You know, on on a console. Um, I'm hoping maybe we see that somehow on the Switch. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I was I was ecstatic. I'm not having not played really played a Luigi's Mansion game since the first one in like 2002. Um, so that was incredible way to start. I'm like I, I I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good direct. This is gonna be really good direct. <laughs> and then the rest of the direct happened. Um, so the next half an hour, uh, which we'll kind of so the next couple bits were were um, 3ds. Uh, they kind of spent like five, six minutes on it and kind of, they was like, ah, we're done with it. So, uh, was announced that, uh, Kirby Epic Yarn, 
which is a Wii game, is being ported to 3DS. It's out in 2019. Uh, Mario and Luigi's uh, Bowser's Inside Story, uh, which is a remake of a re- original, I think it's an original DS game. Uh, or maybe it was a late Game Boy Advance game, I can't remember. Um, DS, yes. Was it DS? Okay. So it's being remade for the 3DS. Also includes uh, Bowser Jr.'s Journey, which we already knew about all that stuff. Uh, but it's we got a release date for it, January 11th. And the last thing announced for 3DS was uh, for Luigi Mansion 3DS coming on October 12th, which we already knew that part. But there's a co-op mode, which I don't believe we knew this part. Um, no. So if both, so there's two ways you can play the co-op. So if both people play it, it's not online. You got to be like in person. Um, if both people own a copy of the game, you can play through the entire game together. Um, but if only one person owns the game, then someone else can still join you in the game. But they have like a weird. Uh, Green, like you're Luigi, but like it's you're just completely green. Um, someone made the joke on Twitter that it's, it's the ghost of Luigi that was killed in the last direct, um, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, but you get to uh, you play as him, but you only play against the bosses. Which I uh, in this one, there's a, supposed to be a boss rush mode, so I'm assuming it's for that you can do the boss, ru- the boss rush. So that's if you only have one copy of the game. Um, and then they also announced some amiibo support where they didn't really. Given the specific details, other than saying that each that every time you put an amiibo on there, it does something different. Uh, so that's that was all the 3DS stuff. Anything kind of tickle your fancy out of those? Oh, let's see for the 3DS stuff. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I kind of like that Luigi's Mansion. The more not just the co-op stuff, but just the fact that it's releasing so soon. The Mario and Luigi stuff. Let's see. I can. It's like either hit or miss with me because I have the same game on the DS and I can just plug it into my 3DS whenever I want and try to play it. True. true. But uh, other than that, though, on the 3DS portions and stuff, it's just games that I've already have and I already played. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about three ports. That's kind of three like ports: port. Kirby's Epic Yarn, Luigi's Mansion, and Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah. Essentially. So. Yeah, then. Kind of like you, didn't do much for me. Um, like, okay, those are games. Uh, I don't plan on picking up any of those. I, I'm vaguely interested in Luigi's Mansion, but yeah, so I, I heard people play testing it. Uh, I said, I guess the, the uh, frame rate on it is supposed to be really bad. Oh, I don't boy. know if that was on the new 3DS, but I assume if you're play testing it somewhere, it's probably the new 3DS. Um, so I guess I'll wait and see on that, but I'm not like, much like the Detective Pikachu, when I picked it up, I was excited to play the game, and then I'm playing my 3DS. I'm like, this, this isn't, I have something better now. You know, it's like it's like going back to your ex that cheated on you when you have uh, a supermodel wife. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so, a weird trailer for Splatoon version four. Uh, it's adding some new modes and some new weapons. Right. Uh, it was a weird, like someone said. It's like it looks like it's like a Japanese anime intro to. A it, it, I to, definitely got that feel from watching yeah, it. That was like, kind of funny. I don't know what was happening. Like, I'm, I'm assuming it was a bunch of new weapons that were showing off. I, I was like, yep. oh, maybe this is new. I haven't played the game since uh, probably the a, a few weeks after launch last July. So I don't really know what's in there. I haven't really kept an update on it. Uh, but there's a big update coming for it, out for it. I think it's. I think it actually came out later that day. Uh, yeah, I don't really not. I don't really have much to add on that to you. Mm, well, not really as much because I don't really play Splatoon two, but. Uh... I thought it was a neat trailer and stuff. It revealed some bits of weapons and stuff like that and some costumes for future content. The whole 4.0 update, I think it is. Yeah. But so. uh, other than that, though, it just didn't really tickle me as much as some of the other things that were announced later in the Direct. Yeah. So, agree. Uh, so, moving on to Mario and Tennis Aces. Uh, there's a new content uh, they announced uh, that will be coming on September 19th. 
Uh, it adds Birdo, Shy Guy, Koopa Paratroopa, and yep. Pete Piranha as playable characters for online. Uh, and then they said they'll add new characters and game modes uh, all the way through next June. So that's one year of, uh, of um, added support. support. Yep, yeah. thank you. Uh, for it, um, like much like they did with Splatoon, but then Splatoon was so, so popular they added on an additional six months. Um, they said there's going to be some co-op challenge modes that they're adding into it. There will be online missions. They can play with friends. Uh, they're only going to be for a limited time, but if you beat them, you unlock outfits, color schemes, and I guess there's more stuff too. So, um, I've already sold my copy of this game. Uh, I, I'd rather them fix the campaign, make that fun, than uh, <laughs> add uh, more, more some other stuff. Uh, but are you, does this make you any closer to picking up Mario Tennis Aces? A little bit closer, though. But I do like the fact that they are going to be supporting this game for like another year at least. That's going to at least add in some more options for me to play it. Because, you know, it's just one of those games, Mario Tennis Aces, where I have interest in playing it, but at the same time, I really would focus upon not uh, spending another $60 on a game that is probably going to sit because I have other stuff to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, one, it's not one of those games I, I, I keep picking up Nintendo exclusive games. I play them for a weekend, maybe a week, and then I, I stop playing them. Yep. Uh, it's like ARMS and Splatoon 2. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in my, yeah, my tennis aces. But moving on. Uh, so this game announced. I don't think it was. I, I believe it was announced here. I don't remember ever hearing anything about it before. Uh, Capcom beat 'em up bundle. Uh, no idea what the price is, but it's uh, coming out September 18th. I don't know if it's exclusive or not. Uh, but it includes uh, Final Fight, King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, Armored Warriors, and Battle Circuit. And I believe those last three are for the first time coming to consoles. They were big uh, arcade games back in the 90s. Uh, yeah. These are all like side scroller beat em ups from like the early to mid '90s uh, age. Um, doesn't do anything for me. Uh, if it was a Streets of Rage bundle, then I'd totally be in. Uh, <laughs> as long as I took out the kangaroo. Uh, but uh, cables, this might be a little more alley. Are you? Um, are you? Is, are you wanting to pick this up? Or are you interested in this at all? This definitely gives me a bit of interest. Not only because of final fight, but uh, the fact is we. It's like Capcom acknowledging Captain Commando, of all things, you know, where it's like Captain Commando was, oh boy, was a part of arcade games and stuff, but he was mostly Japan only sort of like character or something like that. He made some appearances in other Capcom. Hey guys, told you I'd be back. So anyways, uh, on this part here, uh, Gable's uh, Audacity quick recording there, we luckily discovered it right away, uh, so... I fix it, so editing it back into kind of a hard cut. But just want to give you guys a heads up what's going on with that. And enjoy the rest of the show. So yeah, anyway, with the whole thing about uh, Captain Commando and stuff, he was he was he made an appearance in Marvel's Capcom 2, which I basically know a little bit about him from. But I think that this package in general, I think it's a good buy. It looks like a good buy because there's a bunch of beat 'em up stuff that uh, obscure ones that there are people that are looking forward to it. As far as my interest is, I definitely would love to try this out because beat 'em up games I like playing. If this were like more of a Streets of Rage thing where I can play Streets of Rage two on my Switch, hey, I'd be all up in in this <laughs> first thing. Yeah, so I did look it up. Um, it is it's coming in everything. Uh, so if you own a console or a computer, you can get this, uh, and it's twenty dollars. That's <clears throat> a pretty damn good price. Yeah, I'll be perfectly was... honest with you. I was thinking thirty to forty, so twenty bucks—that's awesome deal. Yeah. Um, but moving on, something we talked about a couple weeks ago—that um, was a rumor that was 
essentially all but confirmed. Oops, I scrolled too far down. And there we go. Uh, but new Super Mario Brothers U uh, Del uh, Deluxe was announced. Uh, it's coming out January 11th. Um, it is a port of the Wii U game, New Super Mario Brothers, but it also includes Luigi U, which was like a $20 DLC pack. You can buy that, added a bunch yep. of different levels with it. You play as Luigi. Uh, this, but um, this kind of new things they're adding is Nabbit and Toadette are playable characters. Mm -hmm. um, these are kind of like the very easy mode for like if you're like for kids, like kind of like the funky mo mode and um, in the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Uh, but uh, Nabbit doesn't take damage from enemies, but he can die from falling through falling you know through in in cliffs and pits or whatever. And Toadette can turn into Peachette as uh, she grabs a, a super crown and she can like hover and double jump and all that. Um, so that's coming out. I, I'm assuming it's sixty dollars. Um, I, I don't really. I, I had this game on the Wii U. I didn't really care for it. I talked about side scrolling 2D Mario games are not really my jam. But uh, would would you think you might pick this up again? Yeah, honestly, I'm actually in the mood for a good like. Uh, I'm actually in the mood for another like 2D Mario style game. You know where it's like. I got my fill with Mario Odyssey and stuff. Super Mario Odyssey, that was a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. And I got exactly the type of Mario game that I personally have wanted for years. And now going back to, say, this uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, which, oh my god, it's a weird fucking name, is uh, yeah, I know, right? it's, it's definitely it's definitely now more or less what I feel like I'm in the mood for now in terms of Mario games. Because here's the thing, and it's like... I was actually kind of hoping in essence and stuff that we would see new super mario like new super mario world or something oh, like that yeah yeah like uh no super mario 3d world yes that's exactly what i was gonna go to yeah yeah that's what i was looking forward to most in terms of uh, that because i would much rather would have that game than the super mario brothers deluxe u and stuff but uh hell i'll take it i mean hell it's mario it's it was a pretty decent game when i played at the launch of the Wii U, so I'm all up in that. I just wish that uh, 3D World would actually make a freaking Switch appearance, which probably is maybe going to be another year or two away. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I can see that maybe coming out later in 2019 or maybe 2020. Uh, and that's like on that note and regard and stuff. It's like the Wii U was starting to become ticking more and more irrelevant each passing day. <laughs> yeah, each passing really... game release. Yeah, like 3D World and maybe Pikmin 3 are like the last two holdouts, uh, like major yep. holdouts left. And I, I imagine the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess will be The original Splatoon too. for me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I doubt we'll get that double Splatoon 2, though. Because uh, so much of that old stuff uh, they brought back in the Splatoon 2, like a lot of the maps and stuff. So. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, much like you, though, I, that's exactly where I was going to go to. Was I, It's the wrong Mario, Wii U Mario game that was was announced here. Uh, I knew this was going to come eventually. Uh, I think most of us knew. Um, yeah. I was hoping they'd have like a uh, Captain Toad 3D World combo pack, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, I'm happy for those people that want to check it out. But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I'm not a big fan of it. If if I'm, I would be, I'd be much more. Uh, maybe uh, well, I guess the other Wii U holdout would be the. Uh, um, oh Jesus Christ! What's the Mario side screen? Oh, fuck! When you make your own levels. The what now? The Mario game where you make your own levels. Oh, Super Mario Maker. Yeah, Mario Maker. That's like the one. But I think we'll get a new one before we get a we get a port. But uh, I would agree. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, uh, it's, um, it's 
it was bound to happen. So I'm, I'm glad we're just getting we're getting we're one step closer to 3D World on the, on the, on the Switch. Mm. Um, another game announced, and I don't think this was announced at all either. But uh, Katam- Katamari Damacy uh, Reroll. Uh, it's a HD remake uh, of that of Katamari Damacy from the, I think PS2 era. Yep. Uh, is coming out this winter. Uh, That's surprising. Yeah, I tried getting Katamari back in like the day when I was like high school. I remember my boss uh, when I worked at the game store. She she loaned me a copy of hers and I played the first bit of it. It's it was even for seventeen year old Tyler, it was too Japanese. So <laughs> uh, so uh, when all I all I played was uh, freaking JRPGs back in the day. Uh, so not really my jam. Uh, what about you? Well, it's weird. I've never actually have played a Katamari Damacy game, but. Uh... Hey, I will give it a try eventually. Yeah, so I think, uh, no, it is coming to other, I think on Steam they announced like, I think it was like a December 7th or something like that release date. Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't a Switch release date, but I imagine it's going to be the same day, uh, around the same time. So I think it's probably assumed like late November, December release date for the Switch. Um, then they went into some of the online details. Uh, didn't spend a lot of time on it, surprisingly, maybe three, four minutes. Uh, but, um, they said, kind of the big thing is, uh, well, this was announced after the fact, but you don't need a service, uh, you don't need the service for the, for free-to-play games, or at least for Fortnite, they said. Uh, Fortnite and War, Warframe, you don't need a, you don't need to have the service. You can play, you can continue to play those online without paying, paying for online. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, which is, I think PlayStation does do that right now, but Xbox doesn't. So, like, huh. my sister, who doesn't have PlayStation Plus, because she still plays Fortnite all the time on her PS4. That's freaking um, crazy that uh, you could still play games like, say, Fortnite, Fortnite without even having to pay for a subscription thing. Yeah. I, well, I know, like, um, PlayStation has like, more, like, free-to-play games you don't have to pay for online for it. Uh, okay. Since they're free. So they don't want to put a paywall behind a free-to-play game. Um, Understandable. Yeah. So I know that's the case for at least those two games. I don't know if it's going to be across the board. Um, you must log in at least once a week, uh, so seven days, to play the NES games. Um, there's a seven day free trial that was announced. Um, if you, if you, you know, when it comes out, it's coming out September 18th as well. Um, the, uh, cloud saves, um, don't work for all games. It started coming out, um, last week or the beginning of this week. And then, uh, if your subscription laps at all, your your they automatically erases your cloud saves, which kind of sucks. Uh, where Xbox, you get free cloud saves and PlayStation, you pay, if you, you get it, you get to have, Pushes and plus to get cloud saves, it saves it for six months before it races them. Um, huh. So these, if you go a day without it, it's gone. Um, That's and, stupid. Yeah, so they kind of broke it out and like, oh, there's five features for this. There's uh, there's the online play, and they, which they probably spent, which oddly enough, they probably spent the most amount of time talking about how you can play online with the subscription. Like we've already been doing it for a year and a half. This isn't really selling me on it. Um, and then uh, they showed off. They announced the other ten NES games, and they announced that there's going to be three games a month. Every month added to the NS Games Collection, um, and I'll get to those in a minute. Um, special offers, which uh, the big, the first special offer they, they gave for uh, for uh, online service members is the Switch NES controllers that slide into your uh, your Switch um, like Joy Cons, right. so you can charge them on the, like while the while the Switch is docked. Um, but you can only play, you can only use this, the the NES controllers for NES games. Um, and they don't work while they're while they're slid into the uh, into the switch. So oh, and boy. sixty dollars for two of them, and I believe they come out next week. And like I said, you have to have. I don't know how they're controlling this at all. Um, I don't because you can buy them on like Best Buy, but you're only able to buy them if you are a online member. 
and you only one you can only buy one uh, one package per uh, account. So you can't buy two. So if you are if you have multiple people, but I guess if you have a big family and you have multiple switches in there, you can do your family account. So there's a way around that. Um, huh. So yeah, uh, and then last but not least, they announced the rest of the games for the NES. Uh, the NES games: uh, Soccer, which I misspelled somehow on here, uh, Super Mario Brothers, Zelda, Ghosts and Goblins, A Sight Bike, Tennis, Balloon Fight, Mario Brothers Three, Tecmo Bowl, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Ice Climbers, Double Dragon. Gradius, Ice Hockey, Mario, Mario Brothers, I'm sorry, Dr. Mario, River City Ransom, Pro Wrestling, and Baseball. So before we get into the rest of the games you're adding, um, with what they showed off during this, are you sold on this service for $20 a year? Boy, oh boy, that is a good question. At one point, you know, I can understand paying for the online gameplay. And the other point I can understand... Like for the NES games that they have available, which you know what I do like, the selection that they have right out of the bat, because a lot of it is obscure. On the other hand, though, I don't like that I have to be logged in, like to this service just to play an NES game, like maybe once or so a week or something like that, or else I lose yep. some of that stuff. Or I can't even let the thing lapse because cloud saves are going to be completely gone by that point. And you know what? Paying for cloud saves in general in 2018 is really obscure and really stupid, in my honest mm. opinion. I mean, currently, I don't even use cloud saves and stuff for uh, the digital games that I have for the Switch. Well, we don't have them until the 18th, so... That's true. That's true, but the point being is, I know my save data gets like erased whenever I don't, like, delete digital games. But... Uh, at the same point, it's kind of like uh, half and half. I'm kind of borderline with this, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I would pay the 20 bucks just to have the access to these NES games and stuff, to play and stuff. But when they have to force you just to play it, like, maybe once a week or something like that, that starts to become more or less, like, uh, not just, like, hypocritical or something like that, but it starts to become a little bit more aggressive in terms of approach to where... From a business standard, oh, you have to play this one, like, at least one time a week or something like that in order to keep this feature. And I don't like that. Yeah. That's just basically forcing the consumer to use a product that they probably are not going to want. you got to have the customer go through and want to come back and play those features, not force them to have this and then take it away whenever it's, like, like uh, whenever they don't. Or even if, say, by chance they let their subscription last, lapse and stuff, and they don't have access now to, like, say, cloud saves that they've previously had on their system just because of some stupid, like, uh, maybe some stupid hiccups or something like that that happened. But, uh, yeah, I don't like that about that. And it's sort of, sort of, it kind of gets me on the line of, why would I buy this in general? Especially since I don't really play Nintendo games online to begin with. And so the more I think about it, the more I'm actually convincing myself maybe I should not get this at launch. <laughs> yeah i mean like i said there's that seven day free trial yeah um, i actually like already pre-ordered a which is stupid a code for the online subscription with best buy right but uh, much like you like i've defended this since the beginning i'm not really the beginning when they first announced like when they first announced the switch and revealed it and they announced hey later down the line we're going to pay for this right but when they announced the price point and all that and they announced the nes netflix style stuff i'm like 
uh, it's hard. You can't really, as a gamer, you can't really complain about it. It's 20 bucks a year, blah, blah, blah. But the way they sold it in this direct, like, I thought this would be, like, the focal point of it. Right. And to be, like, something that was a few minutes in the middle of this direct, it, it just kind of, it just, the way they went about it just kind of, like, turned me off. Like, the way, like, they, like, they had this whole, like, sizzle reel of, like, you could play online. You could play, you can play Splatoon 2. You could play Mario Kart. I'm yeah. like, I've been able to do this for over a year now. For a yep. year and a half, I've been able to do this. Yep. And you spent more time selling us on that, the feature we've already had for free, than anything else. Um, yeah, the only and, difference is, it's like now they are charging for something that you could play for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like the big selling feature, uh, probably they spent, the, like other than that, was the, and it was the NES controllers you could buy for it. Which, cool. More per- peripherals we have to buy for the fucking Switch, because... That only work with one specific type yeah. of game, you know. Yeah. That's that's really what we want. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I mean they're not. Yeah, they're not like. I mean, yeah, sixty bucks for two. It's not con- completely crazy price wise, but limiting it to only one uh, per account and limiting it uh, to only people that have the service, which I guess makes sense because if you don't have the service, you can't use them. But I don't know. I. The way that it just kind of went off was just felt very like tone deaf. Well, like they they did a Nintendo thing where to me it yep. was like it's an easy sell. You know, it's not really like hey, here's the stuff like we're we're you got the stuff for free. Now you got to pay for this part, but here's all the cool shit we're gonna give you for paying for this. And I went from where like the, the, I'm like I'm getting this. It's whatever. It's twenty bucks. Whatever. I'm not not a big deal. To now I'm just like why? What is the point of this? <laughs> like I don't play online. I, I, I played a little bit, like I like I said, I talked about, like, Splatoon 2 and uh, ARMS and Mario and uh, Mario Kart and uh, Mario Tennis. Like, I picked these games up. I played a, a good amount online that first weekend and, like, maybe a few days or a week after. And right. then I just stopped playing them. And it's just, like, they don't really stick to any of their, their games because you're not... Maybe it's a lack of, like, my friends playing those games as well online, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, for me personally, it's just, like, even like someone that's just a regular consumer, like this, like that does play online a lot. It's just like it's just like oh no, no, like it's kind of like they didn't they didn't sell it to you. They didn't make they didn't give you a reason for now putting. And like sometimes you know yeah like they prices go up when PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live or they take away features stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but usually like they'll make up for it. like when PlayStation took away like uh, they were no longer after um, a year out from now we're no longer going to give you PS or free Vita and PS3 games a month, and then they made up for it by giving us. Uh, I think it was like Ratchet and Clank and uh, uh, Until Dawn. Like they made, yep. like they, they gave us extra games that month and two really good exclusive games that month. Like they killed it. They gave us some good stuff. It's like, hey, here's some bad news, but here's some here's some great games. You know, that, these aren't just like throwaway games that you never you're just going to add to your library and never play. Um, they didn't really, I don't, they didn't really sell. They didn't really add anything big. The other ten games they announced uh, for the NES uh, service. Uh, are like like I said a lot of throwaway games like uh, um, pro wrestling baseball uh, River City Ransom like not these are like are terrible games but they're not like like they're not blowing anybody away like they're like throw some cool stuff give, give me fucking like throw some SNES games in there throw something in there give me like wow me with something and they didn't they just didn't do that maybe they got plans down the line they want to save it but yeah it, it did nothing for me I thought the way they sold it was very poor right um, but for people that. Are, Maybe still on the fence. Uh, they announced the uh, the additional games are going to add through the rest of the year. So, like I said, they're going to add three games every month uh, for the rest of the year, for every month the rest of the year. So October we're getting Solomon's Key, 
uh, NES Open Turning Golf Tournament Golf and Super Dodgeball. November adds Metroid Mighty Bomb Jack and Twin B. And December adds Wario's Wario's Woods Ninja Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden whatever you want to say. And the Adventures of Lolo. Now, I forgot to add something. All through all of those NES games have online service, so you can play them online with your friends. So you can play right. Them. Uh, which th- that part is kind of cool. That's okay, a cool that, feature they're that, adding. I'll give them. Cool. I do. I don't want to sound like they gave us something. I do want to say they, they, that's kind of cool. But yeah, uh, any of those nine games I just mentioned is that going to sell you any more than uh, or less than you already were? I'll be perfectly honest though. They totally dropped the ball on not securing Konami in terms of a Castlevania game during the month of October. I mean, for God's sake, oh, yeah. that was a good opportunity there. I don't give a shit about Solomon's Key. <laughs> you don't, you don't but, want to play uh, NES Open go- Tournament Golf in October? Oh my gosh, I've played a little bit of NES Open World Golf, like Open Tour Golf, and if that's the case, I would rather hold out for a Mario Golf on the Switch. But uh, at the same point, so there were some games announced for that, what seems interesting. You know, Ninja Gaiden and Adventures of Lolo are actually two pretty damn good games for December, but uh, otherwise that's still not really convincing me that I should get this service yet. Yeah. So, uh, moving on though, uh, we have a wow, we got a decent ways to go. Um, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, they just showed a little more stuff about it. Um, they announced they got rid of uh, this is more inside baseball stuff for Pokemon, but I thought this is awesome. Uh, they got rid of they're getting rid of the HMs, um, so you no longer have to have the HM horror in your group that just right. lands like these borderline useless moves, um, that you can't, but once you get them, they're permanent, so you have to like you have this Pokemon that just knows a bunch of moves. Uh, take up move slots, and he can only uses them like he's only useful like a dozen times throughout the entire game. So they're getting rid of the HM st- slot and they replace it with secret secret techniques that your starter. So either whether you get the Pikachu or the EV version, the those people those Pokemon will learn it throughout the game. Those techniques, right? So, like cut, surf, uh, things like that. Um, they are now learning, which is awesome. That's like my favorite. That's like the coolest thing they've added. Out of anything, out of the, uh, um, on this thing, like I, most of the Pokemon Let's Go, I'm like, I'm been disappointed by the things they announced. This is like the one I'm like, all right, cool, that's actually really cool. Um, anything you want to add on that before we move on? No, not really. I mean, that's stuff we pretty much uh, would already know from the get go for the Let's Go stuff. So, yeah, um, but uh, they announced the Let's Go Pokemon Let's Go bundle that actually looks kind of cool. Uh, it's yellow and gold, uh, like the Joy Cons and the Switch and the Dock are. Uh, that's coming out on uh, the same day the game comes out. I think it's November sixteenth. That's three hundred, excuse me, three hundred sixty bucks. Um, and Game Freak, uh, Game, well, I said that weird. Game Freak, uh, uh, they announced a game. Uh, it's a working title called Town. It's coming out in two thousand nineteen as a new RPG by them. These are people that make all the Pokemon games. Uh, this game is set entirely in a village full of monsters, um, and you get you actually like get the help of the villagers to help fight those monsters. Uh, and the game takes. Completely, all the entire game takes place in the village. Um, we only saw a little bit of gameplay. Like I said, the title of it is still uh, a, work, a working title, uh, but I, mean, I don't know. That, that kind of, that looked kind of cool. Uh, I, I was uh, it's more JRPG ish, but I, I thought for what is a the first big um, game game free game that's not Pokemon since I don't know probably ever. Uh, it looked kind of cool. What about you? Yeah, you know, some bits and portions of it looked pretty interesting at the same point and stuff. It's still early on in development, and uh, it kind of looks like a, just a classic turn-based RPG. Yeah, so, but kind of cool to see them do something bigger than what they usually do. Uh, next up, we had uh, Damon X Machina. 
got some more gameplay from that. It was that mech fighting game that was announced at E3. Um, that's coming in 2019. Um, that do anything for you? That that gameplay? Yeah, that looks actually awesome? that actually looks pretty fucking good. I mean, for God's sakes, all that intense action and all the other things that game really have me kind of hyped to see how well that game's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, didn't do much for me, uh, but I'll kind of wait and see on that. Uh, next up, Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, we talked about last week. That was a rumored title. It kind of leaked on Nintendo's website itself. Uh, that was that was revealed to be the actual title. Um, it is out spring 2019. Uh, one of the big things they showed is you can actually, after you finish the level, you can play the level backwards. And you can mm-hmm. see, like, behind the, behind the scenes. So now you can see uh, everything that was on the other side, because the whole game is like cardboard. Now you can see what's on the other side, how things work, which look kind of cool. Uh, add some more challenges and stuff to the, to the game. Um, but you know, I loved Woolly World. Um, I definitely, right now, I'm. This is for sure a pickup for me. Uh, anything? Where are you at on this game? Actually, I thought it looked pretty cool and stuff. I like the uh, added gimmick and stuff of doing like completing the stage just in reverse. Pretty much and backwards, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it looks pretty fun so far. You know, I'll just wait and see how the game does before eventually deciding upon it. But it's definitely hitting the right marks. Yeah, so we haven't seen that's the first time we've seen it since last E3. So um, still looking pretty good. Can't wait to actually get my hands on that game. Uh, next up, they announced a bunch of tabletop games are coming out. Uh, tabletop board games are coming to the Switch starting in December. Uh, Carcassonne, Carcassonne. Car- Carcasson, I don't know. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Living Card Game, Catan, Munchkin, and Pandemic. Um, all all these games, like I said, are coming out uh, starting in December and will be out before uh, next March or the end of next March. Um, not much of a tabletop gamer, but I've heard you know obviously. Uh, I'm not not that I'm not don't like them. It's just I don't play them. I don't have you know, rarely do all my friends get, get together to play them or have them. Um, but this look kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. More cool stuff they're adding to the Switch. Uh, this is a very much a, you know, being the Switch being a portable, and you can easily move, take the dock with you or a friend's house. A really cool thing to add. Um, what about you? You, you, uh, you think I might pick these up? Uh, not really, because I don't really have the necessary uh, people that I have to actually play certain games like that. I'm more or less waiting for Blizzard just to go forth and just put Hearthstone on the Switch at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's gotta be coming eventually. Uh, then next up, Starlink was, uh, re- uh, Starlink, which is the, uh, um, the toy game that has Fox in it. Uh, Wolf is going to be in the game. Um, the World Ends With You, Final Remix is a DS port. It's coming out October 12th. And then we had a bunch of Final Fantasy news. Um, yeah. This probably so. Yeah, this is maybe the biggest portion of the Direct itself. Um, so first off, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is a GameCube game, is being remastered for the Switch, coming out in 2019. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition is out now. Actually, came out last week. It was supposed to be like one of their big direct thing. Where uh, this is out in direct and it's out, or it's it's announced, revealed during the direct and it's out now, kind of thing. But since it got delayed, it was already kind of spoiled. Uh, Roll of Final Fantasy Maxima is coming out November 6th, which I believe is the the uh, mobile game, which is supposed to be a big ripoff and kind of shady the way it works out with the with the. It was a PS4 the, and Vita game, from what I understood. Oh, was it? That okay, there's a couple of years ago. Well, this one I think it has a little bit more content to it. Okay, well, there's there's a mobile game that's free to play that's supposed to be really shitty the way it's designed for the for money. Um, oh no, and, it's not that game at all. I mean, it's that's something completely different. Okay, but they announced that one, I believe, um, but I can't remember what it's called. Maybe I missed. I must have missed it. Uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon is out with this winter, and then Final Fantasy Zodiac Age uh, Seven 
9, 10, 10, 2, all coming out in 2019. Damn. Um, yeah. So I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, um, but you're more, that's more, this is more up your alley. Yeah. Uh, how, were you excited? You, you wanted to replay these games again? Where are you at on this? Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about the concept of like having all of these, all of these PlayStation Final Fantasy games on my Nintendo Switch. I mean, for God's sakes, Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12. Never thought that maybe 10 years ago or even like 20 years ago that I would see another Final Fantasy game of like big number games like that appear on a Nintendo system. It just blows my mind. Final Fantasy 7 and 9 were like PlayStation exclusives, and we've only seen them on either Steam or on a PlayStation system, like PS2, PS3, Vita, PSP and stuff, and all of a sudden, Square Enix, during this Direct, just announces all this massive support for the Nintendo Switch, which quintessentially they've hinted certain things here and there, but now it's like, boom, here it is. The only thing that was really weird about this was the lack of Final Fantasy VIII, which that one is actually a big surprise for me. But uh, otherwise, seven and nine are very strong games in that uh, that series in terms of quality and in terms of the gameplay, you know, and storytelling, obviously, in comparison to say eight. But uh, ten and ten two was really surprising as well because that was a PlayStation Two exclusive back in the day. And it had subsequential re-releases on just PlayStation systems, pretty much. So you'd have like the PS3 with that X and X2 collection, and then like the you know the PS4 obviously had that type of thing as well. And then this is the first time that it's appearing on. I think it's actually the first time it's appearing on another like system that's not Sony related. That's a big deal in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of a game. And another big deal thing, it's like Final Fantasy XII. That was at the time around 2006. Like one of the one of those type of Final Fantasy games where it was like the last major hurrah for the PS2 in terms of first quality like prime quality like content in terms of RPG stuff. And you know, obviously, in the past couple of years, it's released now for the PS4. I think the Xbox One as well, but uh, obviously Steam. And just seeing it, like all. Just not only that, but all of those classic Final Fantasy games on a Nintendo system. That blows me out of the water in terms of just just realizing how far that we've come in terms of the past 20 years in the video game industry to where once heated rivals are now like, uh, like you know games that were exclusive to a specific brand all of a sudden are crossing over, interwelving itself. Yeah. I mean... We've seen that, obviously, when Sega went third-party, with Sonic games appearing on Nintendo systems. And then all of a sudden, it's like, now, this, you know, Square is soft. Square Enix, in general, has been, like, hit and miss with Nintendo. You know, given certain games, certain remakes here and there and stuff, allowing them the use of classic IPs on uh, the virtual console stuff. But never really in the terms of a mainline sort of Final Fantasy game-like things. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, not only do you have, like... 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12, but you also have some of the obscure sort of games that were released previously on the Nintendo systems, like like the Chocobo Mystery Dungeon thing. That was back on DS in about 2007. Then you have Crystal Chronicles. That was a GameCube-like game mm-hmm. exclusive at one point, and now it's on all the major systems, including Switch. And even that pocket, Final Fantasy 15, it's basically a dumbed-down version of Final Fantasy 15. 
a game that was released to critical acclaim like quite a few years ago now. And that in of itself kind of propelled itself from a good direct to a great direct because Nintendo obviously has been doing something right with a bunch of the third-party companies because now it's like an onslaught of what is not on the Nintendo Switch as opposed to the Wii U where, are we going to get something on this system? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like now we go from getting nothing to now it's like the things we're not getting is like like in our glaring hole it's like where's this where's that every week it feels like every week since the nintendo switch first launched we are getting game after game of from third parties okay this is coming to switch that is coming to switch okay now this now these classic games you remember 20 years ago are coming on the switch it's a who's who sort of like a bandwagon smorgasbord that's just colliding all at once and that makes it much more appealing in terms of like not only just replayability on that system, but just more of a mass appeal to the extent where this system's going to be around for a long time now. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, yeah, they're they're killing it. So, and we're not even done yet. We still got a few more things to talk about. Yep. Uh, so uh, they announced uh, Smash Brothers Switch Bundle, which comes out November second, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but it comes with digital code for Smash Brothers um, Ultimate. The, the game the game isn't actually active until um, December seventh. But it's a, it's actually a really cool looking dock. I thought the the Joy Cons were kind of laughably bad. Yeah. Um, but I they sell that dock separately, and it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna pay ninety bucks for it. But if I see it cheap, I'd pick it up for sure. It looks super nice. Um, but you can get you can pre-order that now. It's four hundred dollars. Uh, then last but not least, um, they did a really weird thing where they teased it. I think a lot of people were freaking out on. Tw- I was like looking at Twitter like live, and people were freaking out thinking we were getting um, Animal Crossing for Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. Which actually turned out to be uh, Isabel is now a playable character in Smash, <laughs> and then it cut back to um, Tom Nook at his computer, and then they had a, a, a came up with a screen that said Animal Crossing for Switch in 2019 and faded out, and that was the end of the direct. Um, so, what were your thoughts in those last couple minutes of that direct? I think Nintendo really did a good job of just trolling their fan base in terms of like. Something that I initially thought was going to be something, and all of a sudden just coming back, saying, yeah, we are doing that as well. You know, it's... I like the way that they ended it, because it threw a bunch of people off guard on Twitter and everywhere else. Could think of that, oh, we're going to get a new Animal Crossing. They said, what? Isabelle's in Smash. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, it's actually coming. This is one of the few directs, I feel, in general, in conclusion, where Nintendo had literally, like, literally something for almost everyone in this regard. It didn't matter whether or not it was, like, say, for people who still own a 3DS and haven't invested in the Switch yet. And, or, like, for those who have been around, like, Nintendo systems for a while, and all of a sudden just having Luigi's Mansion 3 to look forward to, having more Animal Crossing to look forward to. Then you have, like, people like me that are more classic nostalgia sort of gamers having things like Final Fantasy and, like, more so for new characters for Smash and this and that. It's just... I don't know, man. This Smash is definitely one of the most memorable. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, what, what happened? Like, I don't. Really, I'm not an Animal Crossing guy, uh, but I was like, oh man, like some people want this. I'm like, I'm so happy for exactly. so many people because that's probably one of the most like wanted games now that's not been officially announced. I know uh, we're running out of games that people are probably really excited for that come to Switch. Um, and Nintendo's either, announced. and it's funny is Nintendo's either announced like a specific franchise that's coming like eventually. Or it's already out on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So 
running out of things, but I, I, when we first saw Isabel, I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, not my bag, but I'm happy for these people. And then the the turn came. I'm like, oh, that kind of that's kind of shitty. But I'm like, oh, well, they can't they can't do that without paying it off. Kind of like they did with the King K rule in, in the Smash Direct, where they kind of teased it, they took yeah. it away, and then they give it back to you. Um, did the same thing here, and I thought it was cool, and it kind of worked out. It works. It's cool and it's great because they paid it off. If it comes out and they, if they do this again too many times, they don't pay this stuff off then it's going to kind of become shitty. Like, now you're just being mean. Now you're just trolling, which is fun to a certain extent. But, you got to, yeah. you know, when it comes to looking at a company itself, you got to pay the shit off. Uh, and they're doing that. But if it comes a day where, like, they teased it and they didn't have Animal Crossing uh, for the Switch in the end, it would I think it would have kind of ended on a much sour note for people. Right. Uh, you know, I, it was cool, like, seeing, like, um, like, Metroid Prime and Bayonetta and stuff like that, like, we got a title screen. Hey, it's in development. Pokemon RPG. It's in development. I'm kind of getting over the uh, title screen with this game coming to that you really want to the Switch. Like, I'd almost rather wait. Like, I mean, like, I know it's it's we're kind of being we're kind of being hypocritical here or uh, kind of flip flopping a lot where we say I want just tell me it's happening. Just let me know it's happening. But then when we get it, it's just like, ah, oh, okay, oh, we got we got a title screen. All right, I mean, it's cool, it's happening, you're excited, but after it's like, we got really nothing to go off of. Like, at least with Luigi Mansion 3, we got a tease of some gameplay. Right. Um, we know how, we, we know, and I'm not trying to be super negative and all that, but I, I thought it, it was, for me personally, it was a uh, lackluster direct for what I want. Coming out of this, like, Yoshi's Crafted World, uh, we got a, we got a release window. Right. Um, after it was delayed, uh, we got which was cool. We got some more gameplay, which well, was cool, uh, but it didn't wow me. Luigi Mansion Three, yeah, that was awesome. But the rest of the direct for me personally was man. The online play, obviously, the online subscription was a yeah, big negative for that. me. Uh, but I think across the board, like you said, this had something for everybody. There was at least in this forty minute, thirty eight minute, whatever direct, there was at least uh, some. At least if you watch the whole thing, you came away with it more than likely uh, with at least one thing you wanted. Um, which is cool. Uh, you know, that's, that, that's, that's a sign of a good direct. I think where it's hard for it, unless you're like a call of duty guy and all you play is sports games and shooters, then you come away pretty disappointed. Uh, but for, if you're going to this, you're probably a Nintendo fan. I think, like I said, it had something for everybody. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm just happy for, like I said, I'm happy for like the, the people that want animal crossing. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. So I, overall, I would say I'm mostly positive on this direct. It's not the best. It's definitely not the worst. Um, but some like the biggest issue to me was just the, was the online play. And I thought there's chunks in that middle where I was like, you can just like I didn't even talk about everything. We didn't even talk about everything. There was a direct. There was so many like sizzle reels of games that are coming later this fall um, that are there. They're on everything that really weren't worth talking about and we already knew about. Um, but I don't know. I, I just kind of like I don't. It's middle of the road for me. Uh, mostly positive, though. What about you? Yes, for the most part, it was definitely positive for me. Barring the online stuff, I kind of feel like this Direct obviously had some for everyone. There's a lot more positive that came about this Direct than negative. There were obviously quite a few shock moments. Louise's Mansions 3 being one of them. The Final Fantasy games coming to Switch. Obviously, Isabel revealed as a playable character in Smash, plus the actual confirmation that, yeah... Animal Crossing is pretty much like a year away, quintessentially. So it's like, I definitely thought it was like a solid performance and stuff. I would probably give like maybe like an 8 out of 10, pretty much. Yeah. The online stuff really did like, uh, 
was pretty much, I felt, was the lowest point in that presentation. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're, I was more like, I was close to like a 7 out of yeah. 10, I guess. So, not, like, still mostly positive, but yeah, just that, that online thing, just, that was the thing I was most personally most interested in going into other than you know, obviously what what can they what what big surprises do are they going to have for us and that was like like i said it was it was a layup it was a slam dunk and they fucking banked it off the backboard and whatever whatever sports analogy you want to throw in there um they didn't they didn't hit a home run uh ground it was a um they they grounded into a double play i'm now mixing up sports but uh <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that i mean that's kind of indirect we went super long this week holy oh, yeah. crap uh we, we spent almost an hour talking about that direct holy shit we, we talked more about the direct than the, how long that direct was yep uh so um but yeah that will i think we'll wrap up the show for this week guys if you want to hear more from us we have a facebook page and group drunk dashers podcast like to join us on there on twitter at drunk Nerds pod follow us on there uh twitch.tv slash drunk Nerds podcast uh follow us on there send friend requests with friends friends are good iTunes at uh, Drunk Dash Friends Podcast. Subscribe, give us a five star review, leave us a comment, please. We really appreciate it. And on YouTube, Drunk Friends Podcast, uh, subscribe to us. Podcast goes up there, give us a big thumbs up, leave us a comment. Really appreciate if you do all that. The more likes, follows, um, five stars, comments, blah, blah blah that we get, the more likely it's for other people to see us, which only helps uh, us and you out. Um, so, thank you guys for listening. I was host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, have yourself a good week. And definitely listen to a fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, Gables? Yep. Hot Rod. Hot Rod, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya.